The morning we hope to continue with the beginning of the introduction to Shimshin. Part of the Agdama is going to presuppose that you know the basic Misa, so if there's a detail that we didn't cover yet because we didn't even start the Pesukim, please let me know. We're going to be on this uh, for a few weeks. I hope to have Shir next week also, but you'll check your emails and... The copies are uploaded and in front of you here in the Stender. And we'll see if we even get back to the Pelliates a little bit. So, the title that Mr. Shem are going to send out for this year is Nogayat to the next number of weeks in Hagdama and the Psukim. And that is, uh, it's about traitors and misunderstood heroes and the like. Kaisral understood what he was trying to do eventually, somewhat. We're going to need a whole Mechtem Elio and many other Achreinim to try to figure out what's going on and why everything seems not to fit with the rules and how much was a harasha and how much was a mistake. This is a very broad stroke. It's going to take us weeks and weeks to even begin to understand that. And with that said, it's still difficult to understand and somewhat heartbreaking what happens at the end and in terms of the cheshpenes by Pelegish Begiva I keep uh, for the next year we're going to be lumping them together in the fact that there were good people trying to do good things even by Pesel Micha there were people trying to do Kirov in an interesting way of keeping people Meshach Beno's uh, grandson keeping people away from Pesel Micha even though they were the Galach in charge that doesn't make it right. I'm just, we shouldn't think it's a simple thing that if we were there, we never would have taken such a lucrative position. Uh, we shouldn't, and it won't happen again. But right now we're in Shimshin, and uh, he's misunderstood because he's trying to have the Plishtim fooled because they're not on the Madrega to have a complete Yeshua, which Odessa will discuss. And he's fighting a one-man battle, trying to scare them, if not into submission, but to be nervous enough not to have a full-scale war against Klai Yisrael. And throughout the entire Tufa, and much before, that's going to be a Shailu in the Pasuk, when it says they had dominion for 40 years, when did that 40 years start? Some say it started by Yiftach, and Yiftach was fighting on one front, but he didn't take care of the Plishtim which is a fascinating, it's not a Havamina, there's uh, one sheet in Rishayim that holds like that. If you remember from a few weeks back, I mentioned that despite the fact that 40,000 plus of Shevet Ephraim are going to be wiped out in a mini-civil war at the end of the battle, after the hostilities stopped already and Yiftach won the war, and I think the Bigger Ace, which is not even mentioned, but it's they lost the bulk of their army. This is the center of the country, and Sheva Ephraim is a strong Shevet, and they weren't attacked. So why weren't they attacked? By the Plishtim. If you, especially if you learn the Plishtim were already active then, why did they seize the opportunity? So other Bishams say, no, the 40 years starts later, and it goes through the duration of Shimshon, afterwards to Eliakim, and Shimshon just sort of put them at bay for a while, which certainly helped and saved lives, but it did it in a very unusual way at great self-sacrifice is an understatement and Yiftuch wasn't dealing with them otherwise uh, there would have been damage or they would have gone to fight them and they didn't so 
This is just a mixus of the mixes of what we're going to try to cover in the Agdama. Right now, let's begin with the Medrash, which we began last time, but we only got a few lines in. So this Medrash Rabbah, he's going to give us, as any Medrash Rabbah does, give us some, not one-liners, but they're an array of facts which sound interesting, and we're going to need the Mechtamelio to tell us what the deep kavanas are. So page one, V'tzar ha'isel adan, so this city sitting on the border, this we saw already, V'yikvul nachlasim tzar v'eshtel. So it's important, it's sitting on the border between Don and Yehuda. Don is also in the middle of the country, if you remember from a year ago. They end up going up north, stealing Pesel Micha along the way. And they have another area where there's a Yishuv, because they need more room up north. Hence me, Don Vabetsheva. But this Don was in the middle of the country, right near Yehuda. And in this city, it was a border city, and they had uh, a mixed marriage in a positive way. And we'll see that Shimshon himself is three-quarters Yehuda. And that's not a coincidence. Nothing here is a coincidence. The aspect described in the Kaychus of the various Shvatim, so only two Shvatim have an association with the strength of an Aryeh. Lions are going to play a particular role at the beginning of the story of Shimshon. At least one lion. And that's Shevet Yehuda as well known. And Shevet Dun, not so known. If you look at the pictures and the flags, we don't have any flags right here, but some shuls have them in stained glass windows. So Dun gets the snake because that's Shimshon and that's the description and Yehuda gets the lion. But it talks about lions by both and that aspect of Gvura, the physical sense more importantly and the Ruchnius is backing it up, is going to be needed but there's a heavy dose from Yehuda and you, he's three quarters Yehuda. Rabbi Dessler is going to point all this out. He's trying to get us used to the ideas of giving a Hakdama to the Hakdama. Well, the manager is going to say right now. His father, the manager is going to spell it out. His father was from, um, was from Dan, obviously, but we'll see. His parents are from Yehuda. Pashatin the words in the Pasuk and Vayichi that they have to draw on, Shimshon has to draw on the Kaychas of the leading Shevet, which is clearly Yehuda. And Don has looked at, although they have tremendous Kaychas, every Shevet does, and unique Kaychas, we spoke about uh, three weeks ago, the Anon, the fact that Don was Ma'asim Kalamachanas, it doesn't just mean the lost and found, which it also means. It means uh, taking the people who are Shvach and Ruchnius and trying to bring them back into the Anon. And the main Kaychas are drawn from Yehuda. Yehuda. We'll get to that point in a moment. So we're drawing on the Yichas of Yehuda. You'll notice we now know the name of Ashes Manayach, who's known in this Maisa as Ashes Manayach. That's a pretty nondescriptive name. 
it's also a tremendous compliment because she's more prominent or appears more prominent in the Pusuk than Manayach and she's very happy and tries to always be very careful with the covet of her husband. She's happy with the role of Aisha's Manayach. She goes out of her way to keep trying to throw the covet onto Manayach. As the Pusuk, the Malach appears to her, tells over to Manayach. Manayach says, I'd like to ask the Malach. Well, he doesn't know it's a Malach yet. The Navi, more questions. And again, the Malach appears only to her to highlight in front of Manayach her Hashivas, but she always ran to get her husband because she didn't want the covered, and that's a uh, wonderful uh, relationship. Uh, was, um, Navi slash Malach was also trying to uh, settle an old Shaila. Why were they barren? Why didn't they have kids? And the Malach is going to tell her that it's really her. It doesn't make too much of a difference now because she's going to have a child, but it was told to her, not in front of him, shouldn't lessen in her but just as she should know and all this was for the increasing of the shalom bias which they had but can never go wrong in trying to increase it so we're talking about a tzaddikis and a tzaddik even the chazal make reference that he was an amaritz that's only going to be in relation to a couple of mistakes that are made it's not affecting his level of tzaddikis can be very clear from the midrashim that he was a miyuchet shebedar You'll also notice, as I'm throwing out a lot of uh, Ramazim for the next uh, few months, the Nashim Sidkanias over here and some of the Nashim that aren't Sidkanias, Eshes Manayach has more general names. We don't know their names. We know the names from Chazal. The three Nashim that Shimshin is going to be involved in as part of his plot, so the first one... She had a name, but Pusik doesn't mention her name. The middle one, which is going to need a lot of Hezbollah, certainly doesn't have a name. Okay, Machlekes, she was a Zaina, the innkeeper, like the Machlekes by Rachav Zaina, but uh, over here it's probably the Pushup Shot also. The question is, what role will she play? I'm giving you a lot of information for the next few months, and we'll look at that separately. And then the third one, the only one that has a name, is the third one. And believe it or not, she's going to be at least the beginning holding on the highest madrega. Uh, the daishning chazal do from Dalila are all negative. Dal, Lushan, poverty. She's going to drain him of all his uh, future potential and she's going to he still dies at Sadiq, but she's going to do a tremendous amount of damage. But she had a name and chazal daishning names as Rameir says he daishning names but she started off with a name, and per the next line, the Medrash, you'll see why I'm mentioning that now, at this early time, that the introduction she has and where her name is in the Pasuk gives us an indication she started off as a Sadekis or a person of tremendous virtue, which is why the description of their relationship is very different than the first two. And you'll see what I'm getting at in the next line. So if you ever notice in Tanakh, sometimes you have the name before the word shame. Like Shemai Manayach, Shemai goes first, Manayach is second. Sometimes it would be Manayach Shemai, which is not over here. Uh, but you can have a name and then the, the general description, his name or her name. So the Medrash says that general Rashaim Come first. I'm going to give some examples. Page two. Novol Shemoy. 
interesting novel. Novel had its problems, if you remember, from David Amelch. We wouldn't have necessarily understood that he was a Russia through and through. He married Avigail. Um, she was a big tzaddikah, so maybe she didn't know. Somebody uh, messed up on that shidduch, but he ended up being a Russia. And when we see him, he's not far from the time he's going to leave the world, and he already was not doing too well. What was 20 years before that, we don't know. Novel Shemai, Galya Shemai, he's easy to figure out. Sheva ben Bichri Shemai, also, we're picking. Sheva ben Bichri was a bad guy. He rebelled against David. He got himself killed. We're going to see, he keeps coming up at all our sugyas. We had him Shabbos afternoon, the guy be handing people over. We're going to have him again when it comes to handing Shimshon over because Sheva Yehud is going to do just that. We have to discuss what the heter is. The easy answer is they were in cahoots and Shimshon said, don't worry about a thing, just tie me up and look like you're handing me over. I'll take care of it. But there's a halachic decision. First, they were very scared. Like, how do we hand you over? So, Shem Bichri is the sort of the poster boy. They surrounded the city, and Sarah Basasha, the mayor, or the unofficial mayor, is negotiating with Yayev, if you recall. And Yayev said, hand them over, or else I'm destroying the city, which is a din, because he was sent to take care of the rebellion. It was right after Avshalom, after the last rebellion. So, he had to really put this one out. And when we meet him, it's Shem Bichri Shemai, as a Russia. If Klai Yisrael was interested as a Havamina following him, he had to have tremendous uh, virtue somewhere, or at least you would think you would see some virtue. As the world's biggest Rosham in the history of mankind, you wouldn't think he'd be giving the example. But at this point, when we meet him, he was a Russia. He's married against Malchus based David. That means he's a potential Raidif, Rotseach, jealous guy, and the Briskorov says, I'd be curious if you argue on Malchus based David, aside from the Ridim of Malchus. So he's a bad guy. And he's given us the example, Sheva ben Bichri Shemoy. Aval, in contrast, HaTzadikim Shemon Kaidman. By Tzadikim, we say the word Shemoy and then the name. You should be wondering at this point, what's the remez, what's the difference? How do we figure out why should a Tzadik have Shemoy blank and brush the other way around? Rav Desla will address this. Shemoy Akana, Shemoy Yishai, Shemoy Bayaz. Okay, so now we're reading, we're reading about Tzadikim that we don't have to explain why it's this way in the list of Tzadikim. Shemai Mardachai, Ushemai Manayach. Not a bad list to be on. So whatever you want to say about Manayach, Amaratzis, a relative Amaratzis, but he's on the list. Daimon LeBaron, and the reason Shemai, and then the name of the Tzadik, is similar to HaKosh Baruch Hu, the description of HaKosh Baruch Hu, Ushemi Hashem. We're left with this Medjish Rabbalik, Medjish not knowing at all why should this Chilig be a Machalik. And we will yet explain. I just wanted to show you the Medjish we're going to be discussing. Go to page three. The description in the Nevoah to Manayach, Anashis Manayach. Go to the bottom in the bracket, four lines to the bottom. Vuhu Yachel, Lohoshia, it's Yisrael. I hope the people listening online have the uh, their two handouts, both of them uploaded weeks ago. This is the uh, Medjrab, the next one's going to be the Mechtam Elio. Page 3. He will begin to save Christ on the Plishtim. What that will mean, not the only shot, what that will mean is he's not going to finish the job, and he's not going to do the job perfectly while he's trying to do it. And that second one is not a taina on him. He can't do the job perfectly. One person, no matter how strong he is, cannot defeat the plishtim. There are just too many of them. 
he could do enough damage that they're going to think twice before they do anything and make it a personal vendetta. And that's been misunderstood by the Plishtim. Fortunately, he's not going to figure out that he's really on the side of the Yidden and they're not going to strike back. And that will work, by and large. Uh, they're going to show up uh, to Shevet Yehuda at a certain point when they're very frustrated after they have many casualties and they're going to say, hand them over. So they're sort of approaching the Jews, but they're not going to punish the Jews because it's going to look like they're cooperating. And Shimshin is going to look like a renegade and play the role of an outcast which he does extremely well. It's so dangerous, that's how well he did it. And staying above water, and your level of sitkus is challenging when you're not living with Yidin, davening with them, learning with them, and um, hanging around with Plishtim, and certainly the, the shiksas in the uh, neighborhood who become Jewish, but some better than others, which is going to be part of the main... Uh, I'm using that Lushan Badafka. That's why the Lushan is used in Mini Gisrael, is to show that that's a problem and you have to stay away from it. And the <coughs> phony Geras, uh, which again we'll go back to, was not phony in terms of what he tried to accomplish. It's phony in how much they really accomplished in their own mind, how Jewish they became, and how much of an allegiance they had to their own people, the Plushtim. That's going to be a big problem here. So Yochel, for now, means... He's going to begin to make a dent and save lives, which he accomplishes. And when he dies, he accomplishes it for many years afterwards. They're so scared of him. So right now, the Medrash is dashing another aspect of Yochel is the Chalois, the beginning of the Nevu of Yaakovinu by every other Shevet, there's a general description of the kachas of the shevet and where they have to improve and work on and Shem and Levi can be dispersed in the kanos from last week's parsha. Kanos is great, but you've got to spread it around. Otherwise, you end up killing out Shechem and it's dangerous. And the only shevet that gets a description based on a one-time tkufa is shevet done. And it's all talking about Shimshin. That's how important Shimshin is. The whole description of the shevet goes into what he accomplished. That's not the only thing they accomplished. That's why in the introduction of the Shevet, before we even get the Shimshin, is about their job in the back and the Masif Klamachanis and the Anonim, as we mentioned. But the words specifically in the Birchus Yaakov are about Shimshin. And that's why we're dashing over here that this is the beginning of the Chalois of the Nevuas Yaakov, Sha'amar, Don Yadin Amai. And we're going to dash on later. Uh, Ke'echad means kemiyuchet shabaylum. That's what a tzaddik he was. He done v'tava isha mareo kamar malach. The pasuk is going to say soon. We didn't see it inside yet that the eshes menayach meets this very amazing, incredible, halaga-looking person who she thinks is a navi clearly. And so this menayach, the first time they meet them, and he was his description, her description to menayach of this person is it's amazing. Such a halig a person, he looked like a malach. Well, that's more true than she realized. He looked like a malach because he was a malach, but they don't know that yet, clearly. Mareo Kamara Malach, there's a debate when Abmavinu was uh, doing Achnasasarchem with the three malachim. When did he realize they were malachim? It's quite a debate. Here there's no debate. Because when this malach goes up in smoke after they bring the carbon and he disappears, they start doing a shtachava and they think they're going to die, or at least Manayach is nervous. It means they were caught by surprise. So they knew there was an avua coming, which 
also has to be discussed because they're getting, they're getting all sorts of um, instructions for the child that will be born. But they also have a tremendous chiddush of Arosha that was only done a few times in history. And that is, he asked the Navi, can I bring you a, um, a carbon? Well, if he's a Navi, he's a human being. You don't bring a carbon to a human being, first of all. Okay, so it didn't mean to you. It means in your honor. And he's setting up a bummer. And he brings a carbon. The problem is, it's minus or bummers. And it's a curries. Okay, so you have Eliel Haikamel, and over there we say a Navi Muchsuk can matter Harasha. Okay, but this person, whoever they thought he was, was not a Navi Muchsuk. They never met him before. What was there an Isabamas? It's a Machlekes, but we Paskin, there was an Isabamas at the time. What? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where we Paskin's Machlekes in Yushalmi, but, but they just bought it and he starts. Bring his Iraq and he starts bringing his Iraq because we had that by Giddin. That's few and far between. Why uh, and there's no Navi Muxlik here. Giddin's talking to a Maluch at least. That's maybe a big Kiddish Lobo Shamayimi, but they think they've seen a Navi, they never met him before. So why is he a Navi Muxlik? Why was he making the Bama? That's a good question. When you have company, you serve and you honor them. So we would serve a barbecue steak in the, on the deck. He sort of did that, but he wanted to make it more Halig. So. But it's a chiddush nifla. They clearly did. Then who is a malach? Okay, it's like Gidden. Still needs Hezbir. Love Because I tell you, there are a lot of besides the hashkafa here. A lot of uh, things out here. Halacha. Yeah. And there was a video from the Afters. I remember. It seems like Sukkot that the Menorah was the one who was surprised. No, he was more scared. Because I understand, but uh, she had more of an inkling. But she saw him more, but. But it says here, Mareo Kamara Malach, that's why the Medjus Bavarning doesn't mean she thought it was a Malach. He just said he looks like the most incredible Navi. He must be the Navi of Navim, which might answer why he didn't have to be a Muslim because it was clear. This Medjus is used to answer that question. Eliel Navi was a Navi Muslim. They never saw him before. But apparently they understood correctly that he was a, a cut above or 20 cuts above, and he's Muslim on the spot because nobody can possibly look like a Malach and be a charlatan. Okay, but he ends up being a malach, so it still just shifts the question how you allow to listen to a malach. But that was a shayla we had by Gidon also. So shayla is how much surprise, and clearly Menach is going to be more nervous, but we will, Mr. Shem, get to the Pesukim later. Mareo Kamari Malach, next page, page four. Mikan Shlohaisa Sheresh Ela Abali Mare. To be a Navi, Rambam describes, based on the Gemara, to be a Navi, he had to look the part physically besides all the Madregas of the Messiah Sasharim. And uh, by the time you finish that whole description, he had to be a person of tremendous, uh, imposing Myra, almost like a Malach. And whether she saw a Navi live before or not, Navi is always traveling around, but if she didn't, she was convinced that this one certainly was. So she tells her husband that she's going to be expecting. When he told her that you're the Akara, not him. Apparently that had been a discussion for many years in the marriage. What's the nafkamina? Well, a lot of nafkaminas in terms of his chiv to maybe take another wife. So if the claim is you have to first sort of maybe prove that it's you or me, uh, to take on another wife today would be a different issue for Ashkenazim, but 
you have to prove that. So that, I assume that's why the discussion was taking place in the first place. It wasn't looking to place blame. That's not going to get anybody anywhere. So she didn't mention that part. It was important for her to hear and understand the nace over here. She's going to be expecting that that's a nace nigla. And she didn't mention that part of the nevuah to the husband. That's important to note because if you get a nevuah and you're supposed to say it over, you have to say over the whole thing. You can't start deleting certain parts. This is understood that she should not be bringing that up. That was personal for her. Again, we'll see this in the Pusik, but the Medrash is just pointing out what's unusual about the nevuah. She didn't say over part of it, and that's okay, based on this Medrash. She told over to Manayah that he told me he's going to be an Azir Lakim from the get go. Medrash says she sort of added that, and we're not accusing anybody of adding to a Nevoa. That's a serious issue. You can't delete words, you can't add words. She understood from the get go means before he's even born. And she understood until the end, meaning there's no stopping point. A year, two years, five years, there's no stopping point. So she said it over, the reality, unfortunately, is going to be that it's not because the Zeres will be violated before he dies. Now, without this Medjush, I wouldn't have thought this Akasha, because he still is the Din Nazir. He put himself in a matzah, he, he was asleep. She had somebody cut his hair. So that was Bainus. And the Shia was, he got himself into that matzav. Okay, that was a mistake, a big mistake, a crucial mistake. He's Pashas, he still had a din of a nazir. If a nazir becomes tamay, it doesn't make, you have to start again. If it's tamay, but it doesn't mean the din was off. And in prison, he's going to start growing back his hair. That's going to play a role. So, interesting, the Medrash sort of says, not so. He Sifa, I'll take a minute. He Sifa Adya Mesa, Yoda, Masha Asid. She doesn't know the future, so she assumed it doesn't stop, which it really shouldn't. She's going to trick him and pressure him into telling the secrets and then undoing his desires. The Malach himself didn't say, but it's not true. So it is true, though. continues. I think what the Medjish means is that is... She hoped the plan was he has in his ears, he keeps it exactly to a T. That part didn't happen, unfortunately. And he's, it's going to be violated, even though it's Aynas, Pshia, whatever it is, it's not going to make it till the end unscathed. Doesn't mean he's putter after that happened. Yeah? Yeah, so over there, so times he starts again. Starts again only because if he needs 30 days, he's got to start again. Here is nothing to start. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not even starting again. The chiyum is still there, and because we're going to see it's not Pasha, he had an Issa during the time of the Mason. So whatever the dinim were, they were there, Adyan Maisai. Just that, Medjah trying to answer the Pasha clearly by the original Revua has the Malach saying a different Lushan. Why'd she add that? The answer is she didn't have a hobby, and there's any other way to understand it. And the reality is, is that the Naziris will be sort of undone, even though luckily he still has to keep it. Yeah. She had somebody, she was actually holding him. Uh, I've seen the puzzle. She had, she had somebody there cutting the hair, but that's not important for... He 
give me five months. We will. Uh, <laughs> he he got that was a pshia. He got himself into this, and that's the whole problem. So uh, yes, at that point he was asleep, but um, we'll see. That's uh, it's going to be a big a big issue, to say the least. Okay, that's the medrash. Now go to your main copy. The Mitzvah Leo. We're actually going to start. We'll try to. Uh, it's a very important particular over here. As a matter of fact, the later Bali Musser, how much later, it's not Desler, but all quote anybody who talks about Shimshin quotes this piece of parts thereof. Uh, it's that important. And uh, he's going to explain part of the measures we just had and many other things as well. Start on page two if you can. Go on page two at the very bottom, Hachanas Avivim. We'll start with his Hilig appearance. Manayach, Hanashis Manayach. And he's going to give you the background of why it's unusual, uh, so unusual, never happened before or since, by the way, that you'd have preparations and achanas and nevuas about a child yet unborn with halachas about that. The answer is his mission was so dangerous and so difficult, he needed every advantage possible. And the Kedusha, because he's fighting the Plishtim, who are, they make note of the fact that Plishtim are called Arelim more than any other nation. And there's a reason for that. Arelim is referring to their preetzis, referring to their uh, whole culture. And Shimshin is getting himself Roisha Rubo into this. So he needed more Kedusha not from the age of Chinuch, not from Bar Mitzvah, not even from day one, not even from second one while he was still being formed as a fetus. That's how much Siat Deshmaya had to be added to the Mix over here to give him a chance to succeed. And whatever we're going to say over the next few months, he succeeded. Not to the level uh, that Kleisel wanted, not what he wanted, and certainly didn't want to die in action, so to speak. But it was still going to be a success because of these hachanas. bottom second to last paragraph. We need to create the person with the greatest chance. So we know he's from the Shevet who had this role, and his parents are tremendous sadikim, and he needed to have this Kedusha. Which means that's partially from Manoach, and for good reasons, we'll see. His father, who was a tzaddik, gave him this head start, and of course his mother. But there is a statement that he was an Amaritz. It has to mean something. There was some mistake in his um, lack of sophistication, if we'll call it, in, in a certain area. Because he, he followed his wife, and we'll have to see what that means. She was a good Sadekis to follow. But there was uh, something on his Madrega missing there. You know, walking back of the Nashram, even if it's your wife. And Chazal are trying to give us a picture, a full picture, but that Abdesla is going to say and show it doesn't uh, affect the totality of this person who was a miyuchet shabadera. Matzinim b'furish b'chazal misupa harbe migdalasuk dalhalan. He has something in the brackets here, which is very interesting. For akasar ben yenam pusha laavish enamar aschasav latzadik gamer yachaliyas. He gives you a new appreciation of a chasid. He says he wasn't amaritz; he was a relative amaritz to what he. Could have been missing a few pieces of information, but he was still a tzaddik yisraelim. He just wasn't a chassid, and lamas chassid means literally that. 
That doesn't mean a person should potter himself to try to be an Amaritz. Uh, we would probably say, Halavai, we could be the level of Amaritz of Manoach and know what he uh, knew. So, Avdessa is going to show us along the way how many other Chazals we have pointing out his Sitkus and his uh, particular Mailas. And he's going to start with the next paragraph. Isa Medjish Rabbah, Amanoach, Ish Echad, Tzarek, Hamakam Shanamar, Echad Gadolhu. That's quite a comparison. He was a miyuchid b'deiru. Next page, page three. Be Yisrael. Chaim ba'alkana. Yisrael among Yumas Eilam. Alkana in his generation. Lamadnu shemikol beis Yisrael. Bochar shemizbar b'manayach. Mnei shagodol hadar haya. V'gam al-ishto amrazal. Yarmal Hashem is Isha, Elisha, Mikan, Atalamesh, Sheishta, Shamanes, Sadekis, Haisa. In many ways, more than him, she got the schus that the Malach appears to her. So, Avdesana gives us the first insight into the backdrop of what's creating Shimshan over here and why it had to be done this way. We have certain Sadikim and Sadkanias, Laderi Deris, as you know, starting from the Imos who were barren for many years, and then it led to a tremendous Yeshua that built Klai Yisrael. Desler says it's the same thing over here, and they're being set up for a matzah where it's going to lead to the person who's going to bring about the tremendous Yeshua in a very unusual way. We have so far many other Shaftim where a little more than halfway through Shaftim, not all of them were born under such circumstances, but he has an unusual job to do in saving Klai Yisrael, at least making a dent, and saving what he could, and that's why this background is unusual. Hashem created this couple of matzah, they can't have children, their whole tachlis was through Shimshin, and Shimshin had to be born in a circumstance which is Mashiach Mashiach can mean a savior in a generation, so therefore, we don't need any regular hachana and regular rishtadlis, whatever rishtadlis they did, didn't work. And of course, the classic example is the Imos and uh, the Avos HaKadoshim were barren. Isn't that amazing? So the, everything in the rishtadlis over there had to be Besides, Hashem is misaveh for tefilas and shosadikim said kaniyas. It certainly plays a role, but then you can say it about every tzaddik and sadekas. He's saying that klai yisrael can't be created b'derech hateva. So the building klai yisrael for all the emotes never had to be l'mayli b'derech hateva. Leah has children quickly, only because Leah was in a very, very non-envious spot of feeling like a fifth wheel and she didn't belong and she stole her way in and therefore that had to be solidified in terms of the relationship and the marriage. That's why she keeps saying after each child, now my husband's going to realize I belong, he's going to love me. That's unique to Leah, but the fallback position is Klaisel has to be born Lamaila Midar Chateva. Chain Haya Baleid Shimshin. That's step one. The we just saw. So, what is the uniqueness where Chazal say the tzaddik has Shemoy and then the name? 
fill in the blank, like Shema Manayach. Hatzadikim, Shema Kaidman, Shema Elkana, Shema Yishai, Shema Baya, Shema Mardachai, Shema Manayach. Daimim Labaram, as we see in the description of Akash Baruch Hu, Shmi Hashem, Aval Rashaim Haim Kaidman Lishmam, Novel Shemai, Galya Shemai, Shevim Bichri Shemai. So, what is Pshat in this Medrash? If I keep you in suspense because I want to get to the Pelayayats, we'll begin next week, Mitzvah Shem, with the explanation of this Medrash because it's a major Yasaid. And you can hand out this Pelayayats if you can be so kind. When you get home, you might have to chaza this. I know I'm uh, speaking uh, a little fast and covering a lot of macaroons. These are just to get to the shailas, but it's all going to be very important. Uh, the Peliates is also uploaded. It's the one page or two pages on the Hashem, which I wanted to get further on in the three weeks because it's a piece of the Yeshua. And it's Kusamach uh, Beis in the Peleyayetz if you have one at home and you don't have the sheet. And we saw the first two paragraphs just to repeat what the Menusite over here is. Tzipisi Yeshua is one of the four questions asked in the beginning of the Olam Haba entrance exams. And then they go to, I guess, the rest of the uh, video and go one by one with hopefully large gaps where they're blank, which look kind of funny. They just skip to another thing and say, wait a second, what happened to yesterday? So, well, we don't want to talk about yesterday, but you did tshuva and we erased it. And if you did tshuva ma'ava, all of a sudden, the day will be there and you can see all sorts of mitzvahs. I don't know exactly how that's going to work, but that's uh, tremendous. All of a sudden, mitzvahs, if somebody spoke Lashonar about you, you see other people's mitzvahs, all sorts of interesting things that hopefully won't be too terrifying, but it sounds frightening. And before they get to all that, they start off with the four questions about your Hasmada, your Tamatera, and your business ethics, and Asakta Pruvu, notice, doesn't say, it doesn't say, did you have? Asakta, did you try? And the fourth one, Tzipis and Yeshua, which is surprising to us, it's on the list because it's uncomfortable for us, that's why we'd like to be surprised. We know the three weeks, the nine days, that's Kufa, we talk about the Besamekdish and Gula issues, but um, everybody's waiting, not for Tuba'av, but the, um, it's not a tiny anybody, but a, I can't call it a pet piv, but in the camps, uh, you would think at 103, the Mashiach came, because from one minute to the next, there are whistles blowing and splashes heard in the pool and music blasting. So the good news is they kept the nine days very well and to the camp's credit, they really speak about Tisha B'Av and it's really done well. The other news is they feel the Americans can't handle one more minute and the Ashkenazim at Chatzoy's stop and I guess the Swedish kids hear the music. I don't know what they do about that because he doesn't hold the mixium half the day. Okay, that's a side issue. You can't solve every problem. But we're left the rest of the year, and to be the Yeshua is not just for the three weeks. It's so important. It's one of the first four questions you asked, among the other thousands of questions. That's pretty daunting. So 
to help us along a little bit, the first Chiddush, and I don't think anybody disagrees with the Peliades over here. I don't think it's well known, but that's why I'm reviewing it. Peliades says that Tzvei Dinim, it's a piece of the Yeshua, and the Chiv, it's a piece of the Yeshua. It's the same Yesod, and that is, Bitochan and Amunah teaches you that you have to know Hayat Hashem Tiksar, Hashem can do whatever He wants, He's a Kol Yochel, and you have to know whatever matzav you're in, it could change in an instant. Shuas Hashem Karifayim. That's on a national level, and that's on a personal level. So people know it's a piece of the Yeshua. It's for the Gula Shleim on a national level. And it's about Sarah Shechina, which we'll get to in a moment. And Peliyad says, yes, but part of the same Chiv is on a personal level that whatever you're going through and everybody has their pickle, and then it's Yenis. It could change at any moment. You can't give up, and you can't have Yish, and that's part of basic Bitochon Amuna. And Tzapis Yeshua means you, the individual, were you Metzapel Yeshua. Harry saying this in question number four, whatever the order is, of the Avedis Hashem, it's so important, the first four questions, did you live your life with that Bitochon Amuna, that you Metzapel Yeshua? That's an incredible Yeshua. If that's the word Tzapis Yeshua, most people think it just means, did you... Wait for the Gulan. Did you think the Mashiach can come every moment? So it's both. I'm not taking away from the first part. And for the three weeks we focus on the first part. But if you've been here at Tisha B'av and we, the discussions, we focus a lot on the individual level also. Otherwise, Klaiso wouldn't have survived. If the individual didn't work on the Bittach and the Muna throughout the Crusades, pogroms, and Holocaust, we wouldn't be here. If your grandparents didn't learn this well, your great-grandparents, we wouldn't be here. So the lesson was learned by Klai Yisrael, and they used it effectively not to give up. That's the first aspect of the piece of the Yeshua. The second aspect is that, and this is a Madrega already, so the extent we can have this in mind and do it in our Machshavas, 1%, 5%, 20%, 50%, <laughs> depending on the Madrega, is that all the tumult and the gullus and the pain is not about us, it's about the Tzara Shechina. And the Chil Hashem, that when we're in Gullus, it's a Chil Hashem that Hashem's children are in Gullus, and Kilo Hashem's not doing anything, they can't do anything, which is not true. And the biggest Rai is we're still here, despite all what's going on. That means Hashem is protecting us, obviously. But the Gullus Hashchina is still an aspect of the Chil Hashem and the Tzar Hashchina that we can't be in Eretz Yisrael, and we can't be by Hashem's table in Hashem's palace, so to speak, and we can't do the Aveda, which we spoke about yesterday, and we can't be on the Madrega that the Kedusha from the Aveda, from the Tshuva and Yom Kippur and the Kain Gadol and Kedusha Gadashim, all that we're missing. And the fact that we can't have that causes not only our Tzar and Averis, but it causes Tzar Hashchina. So those are the first two paragraphs, and now we go to paragraph three, and he raises the question, most people hide behind this, he said, we know all this is true and it's a big issue and we've got to solve the problem, and that's why I rely on the G'daylim and the Tzadikim Tamir Chachamim, and they're going to daven, and they're going to learn, and they're going to do everything right, we've got, really got to bring the Gula. But what's that do with me? I'm a little person, and what I do for good or for better, is not going to change the matzav, and I'm not bringing the gula. That's what many people hide behind. He's about to debunk that, so if you want to not hear this and leave beforehand, it takes away a lot of excuses. Hine, third paragraph. Do not say, do not think. So I understand the importance of it, but I'm not holding things up. Chazal say clearly, everybody's holding it up because Chazal blame anybody who's living in the dar. We didn't, didn't rebuild the base of Mikdash. It's their fault. That's a pretty 
big and important and uh, very decisive critique. And that's talking to everybody. I can't, uh, can't, I can't bring it. Even if I were to hold myself to be a tzaddik, there's so many people, past generations, and even now, and there are many people who are doing far worse. So if you're talking about tefillahs and mitzvahs that will bring the gula, I'm not big enough. This is what people think. If you want to talk about Averis holding up the gula, there are people who do more Averis than I do. People like to be comfortably putting themselves in the middle and when you want to claim you're mediocre, so you don't have to take credit for what's going on, but you leave that to the big people, and you don't have to take any blame for the bad stuff. <laughs> very convenient. So he says it's very convenient, but it's too convenient, and it's not true. Everybody plays a role. Again, I would know I'm causing this Gullus to be longer, and I'm causing the tzar shchina rachmalus lan bishvili misat kefes agula haisi meimis atzmi ala teravoda. I would certainly do something about it and work harder. I, if that were true, depend on me. Just let me know. If I'm the man, I will make it happen. But we conveniently assume there are a lot of people around here, and I'm not the man, or I'm not the lady. And the peliyets, as only the peliyets can say, debunks it, and he says, "Of a hevel." Is that a strong enough word? <laughs> says that's ridiculous and it's not true and that's a form of uh, escapism. That's convenient. You're trying to help alleviate the Tzar Shechina that has many, many madrigas, many gradations and every mitzvah you do helps along that line. So you can't say, I'm not accomplishing. Every single thing you do, Ben Latay, Ben Lamutav, is going to have the Shechina Kaviyachal higher or lower? Again, Shkina doesn't need anything from us, but this is the way Hashem designed it. And he quotes the Zayar Kaddish. Remember, Furish Bazayar Kaddish, Chal Pikuda, the Avdi Yisrael. Every mitzvah Klai Yisrael does, every individual in Klai Yisrael does. Mekilin Gatfui Dishkinta Uparchas Leila. Kal mitzvah Shaitz Yisrael, Machazkin Kanfei Hashkina Viparachas Yesa Gavaya. So, picture, but don't picture. It's not good to picture anything about the Shkina, but. The Zayah is saying the Shechina is always going, the wings of the Shechina means always going up, always going down, and the only propellant is another mitzvah from a regular Jew, as humble as he is. Any small mitzvah and any small Avera affects the direction up and down. So if you're trying to alleviate the side of Shechina, it is up to you because everything counts. And if you're a Yid, then it counts. The Yidin having the aspect of whatever they do affects the cosmos, the solar systems, and uh, recently, we had the uh, breathtaking ability to see the tip of the tip of the tip of the iceberg, and the humanity is always amazed. We're not amazed. Of course, it's endless. And Hashem made it so big to not be so big. We're not going there anyway. People think they are. We're not going. So they're not going to what they think is uh, 5 billion galaxies away. Hashem made it that big to show this is a big, something beyond our understanding, to know with Terra Mitzvahs, you have the ability to affect everything over here. And he's not going to translate that because that's the flip side. What? It weighs down the wings. That's the exact opposite of the first part. So, despite our disclaimers that we don't make a difference, everything makes a difference. 
So, got to keep that in mind for the three weeks and beyond. It's a shame. We'll continue next week.